Welcome to the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm Brandeline Johnson, a rule-breaking, nature-loving, law of attraction junkie who is a lifestyle entrepreneur, psychic medium, spiritual business coach, educator, and author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a topic that will help you to awaken to your gifts, align with your soul's purpose, and ignite your lives and businesses. We don't follow the masses. We are consciously creating our evolution. Get ready to have the best human experience every day. You guys, today we have a real special guest, Diane Lawson, astrologer, right? Astrologer. Right. (laughs) Sometimes I mess up and say astrologist. And I'm really excited because she's going to talk to us about the planets and the United States and all of these changes. Here we are coming into 2022. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I love to have you on, you know, once a year to like, give us like the update. (laughs) What are the planets doing? What does it mean to us? You know? Okay, well, they are doing a heck of a lot. They are doing a heck of a lot. And I think probably most of the people who are watching understand that we're in the middle of a revolution. We're in the middle of a big shift, a big change, and people can feel it. And a lot of people are anxious and they don't need to be. Um, I'm going to start about talking about the fact that we're in the middle of a really important shift in the whole world that happens about every 250 years. And we could go back quite a ways, but I'm just going to go back 500 years ago. And that was during the time of the Protestant Reformation and also the Industrial Revolution. And those two events drastically changed the world. They changed the connection between religion and government and um, no longer was, um, you know, one church pretty much having um, connections with most of the world. But there were a lot of splinters, a lot of changes. Um, A lot of people felt like they were taking power into their own hands, taking it away from somebody who had power over them. And my gosh, the Industrial Revolution totally transformed cities. It transformed people's lives. Um, it, was, it was just a major, major shift. And then if we go forward 250 years, which was 250 years ago, was the time of the American Revolution, the French Revolution, and um, the um, Industrial Revolution. Did I say Industrial Revolution twice? Am I getting all excited? I think, or? Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first 500 years ago was the Protestant Revolution and the printing press. Which okay. gave, I'm sorry, I'm just getting too excited. Too late, we got All right. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. Um, and that changed how we could get, common people could start getting information for the first time ever. Uh, information was not changed, chained to a church or changed to a library. They could get paper in their own hand. Printing press totally changed the world. Okay, 250 years ago was the American Revolution and the French Revolution and the Industrial Revolution, which changed cities and changed how, how people interacted with each other and what they did during the day. Now, in the current period, and I don't know what to call it, we could call it information, 
revolution. I call it just the current revolution because there are major shifts. There are major shifts in how people are viewing one another. Uh, where there, you know, there are all these different kinds of movements going on. Um, people are just fighting. <laughs> I mean, if you don't think, you know, we're having stress now, but we certainly have stress with the American Revolution. You know, there were people who thought we should keep ties with England and people thought we should be free. And then, I mean, talk about the times, you know, 250 years before that, people were arguing about what church they should belong to. I mean, it's a time of people just having real struggles with each other. Yeah, because, well, you know, I always say all change is uncomfortable, whether you win a million dollars or, you know, you lose a loved one, like all change is, is uncomfortable. Right. So, so like what you're saying is people are arguing because there's, there's some people that are like I, holding on to the old, like, please don't fall away. Right. And they're, so they're getting mad at the people that are like, well, I'm excited <laughs> for this shift, for this change, you know, and, right. and the people, because that's another question too, is in your, I don't know, in your line of work, it just seems like there, it seems to me that there's this percentage of people that are like kind of blinded or like hiding from the truth almost like, you know what I mean? Like don't, don't take away our old. So they're not even looking to the possibility that things are changing and shifting traumatic, you know, majorly right now. Right. Right. I I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But the people who are, who are holding on to the old would not agree with you. I mean, people are just seeing things so drastically differently from each other is pretty I've never seen this I mean even during um, the height of the Vietnam War um, people were kind of for the war or against the war and there were strong feelings but now my gosh there's strong feelings about everything everything I mean I don't want to talk to people about anything <laughs> I was going to mention these things but I don't want to make people mad no matter what I say innocently, sometimes it just sets people off. Yeah. And that's their, that's going to be their lesson, right? It's, it's gotta be their <laughs> lesson, but it is true. Cause you're like, <laughs> you get along with somebody you're like, well, can I say this or are they going to lose their mind? You know, <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of funny. Well, I remember I was it last year or maybe the year before when COVID was going wild and you even had said you had so your family members, some of them were like locked up in their house and like your son, you were like, he was toting his gun, walking into places, you know? So, I mean, yeah, we're all, you know, experiencing different realities. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have told that. <laughs> yeah. Told it again. But you know, refuses to wear a mask would go places where they, he was supposed to wear a mask and he had this big fancy holster and guns. Very obvious. And um, nobody bothered to ask him about his mask. Yeah, a lot. Well, a lot of people, you know, stop wearing them, and nobody, nobody bothers. You know, only once in a while you get like, a little old lady. I had a little old lady get really upset one time, but uh, <laughs> other than that, <laughs> nobody really was caring. You know what I mean? But <clears throat> anyway, so well, I shouldn't have told that story because I'm surprised a whole lot of people didn't get mad at that story. But I can't control him. He's grown up now, and. Well, and that's the thing is like, we, we need to allow ourselves to express ourselves without the fear of, you know, being um, attacked. And I, that's happening all over the place. And I think people are finally like, okay, 
this, I'm just going to share my truth mm-hmm. and, and friendships are falling away. Families are falling apart, but what is the alternative? Well, you know, I think the alternative, one of the things I'm really learning is I have really strong views about everything, but I have an awful lot of family members I dearly love who totally disagree with me and, and, and they're bright and they're educated and they just don't see things the same way I do. And so I have to learn how to love people whether they agree with me or not. And one of the things I'm really becoming aware of is there is not one person on the face of the earth who agrees with me on everything. There's not one person. And if I was trying to only love people who were just exactly like me, I would have one person on earth to love and that would be me and nobody (laughs) else. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. No, Yeah. And I think, you know, when we think about science and spirituality and astrology, like we all are our own little planet on, on top of this other planet. (laughs) We're so unique, right? We're so very unique in our beliefs and our human experience and our pasts. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, so, that's one of, one of the things that astrology has really taught me is every single person on earth has a unique birth chart, unlike anybody else's. And however, everybody has exactly the same planets and the same signs in their birth chart. And so we have the same needs. We're very similar in, in being human and wanting to be loved and wanting to belong and a lot of other things, but we're all very unique. No, I, I like the way that astrology points that out to me. I like that too. I like all the different modalities that you could get this type of information. Mm-hmm. So why, so why is all this happening? Tell us about the planet <laughs> or the planets. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to start by saying what's going on uh, for the United States. Um, and and that will explain what's going on to, with, in the United States and the world and us individually. But one of the things that's major that is going on this year, it's been going on for a few years, it's going to be going on for a few more years, is uh, the United States is having its Pluto return. And what that means is when this country was born in 1776, uh, Pluto was at 27 degrees of Capricorn. And Pluto is way out there. It's very slow moving. It takes about 250 years to go around the signs of the zodiac. And it has gone around all the signs of the zodiac. And it's once again exactly at the same place it was at our country's birth, 27 degrees of Capricorn. And when planets return to the same place they were at their birth or the country's birth or a person's birth, it's like major time to kind of look at what in the heck you're doing and what's going on. And, um, but Pluto is the planet of um, birth and death and rebirth and transformation. And I kind of think of it as a volcano Um, You know, there's this magma underground and it's kind of hiding there dormant for a long time. And then all of a sudden it erupts. And when it's erupting, it's bringing up things that have been hidden underground. It's bringing up things that have 
been not conscious, we're not aware of things we've been stuffing down, uh, you know, denying, repressing. And while it's happening, it can be pretty ugly. And but and I and I see that as some of the anger that's going on in the United States and, and of course around the world. I mean, you know, all this fighting we're talking about. And but then when the magma, the lava comes down, it has uh, it's incredibly fertile. It has new growth, healthy growth, better than before. And so I think of us as now in this explosion, <laughs> and we're certainly bringing things out in the open that we have not seen before. Uh, yeah, shocking stuff. Yes, and, shocking stuff. And because of the technology, the information is is spreading so quickly, so rapidly across social medias, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It also, um, Pluto also has a lot to do with uh, sex and corruption. So we're seeing all this information, all these sexuals. Oh, wow. Like the pedophilia and stuff coming at what? Like the pedophilia and stuff, the sexual and human trafficking. Yes. You know, a a lot of people may not know this, but we have more slaves today than we have ever had in the history of the world. And, and they're sexual slaves. Human trafficking is worse now than it's ever been and that's coming to light and people are recognizing that and they're not turning their heads away from that so um but it also rules um pluto also rules uh destruction of all kinds and war and but um and there's a lot scary stuff going on in the world but i think we're you know this while the whole world has been in a lot of scary places a lot of, you know, and we keep, we get through it. And I think we're going to get through this too. And I have a lot of clients who are freaking out, asking me if we're going to be, and we're going to have an atomic war. And I don't think that's going to happen. I don't feel that either. I think a lot of this is illusion, a lot of illusion to like sway, sway us too, to believe Mm -hmm. this or believe that. Mm -hmm. So, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is pretty wild. So, so you were saying, this is going to last for a while, right? Why? Why? Because it's like slow. Well, because um, Pluto is so slow that it has an effect for years. You know, the moon moves around so quickly. Uh, the moon just has a really temporary a- effect. But Pluto is so slow. It just it's and Pluto doesn't just go forward over. 27 degrees of Capricorn it goes forward and then it goes back and then it goes forward and that's based upon our relative positions I mean of course Pluto doesn't go back and forth but it looks like it to us based on you know where we are you understand what I'm saying it's kind of like the percentage of where it's at like 20 the degrees 27 yeah that's based on our perspective only yeah okay kind of like if you're driving down the car down the road and you pass a car and look like it's going backwards, but it's not really. It's just based on your relative positions. Okay. And all the planets do that. Yeah. Um, so then when do human people have a, a Pluto return, do they? Because it's 250 years. Oh, no. No, because we're not unless we lived more than 250 years. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Anyway, but then let me, let me, I, I keep mentioning that Pluto's in the sign of Capricorn. I want to talk about specifically what Capricorn does. Okay. Cap, Capricorn, it has a lot to do with everything. I mean, you know, they're only 12 signs and they have a connection to everything on earth. So a heck of a lot of stuff is attributed to each sign. A lot of stuff is attributed to Capricorn. But Capricorn does have a connection to uh, structure and infrastructure and governments and politics. And and that's why, you know, Pluto was in Capricorn, you know, 250 years ago and 200 and 500 years ago. And why there was big shifts in kind of the structure of people's lives. And it's going to be again. And I think um, there's going to be a lot of changes in uh, politics and and Capricorn is an earth sign and, and it rules the physical earth. And so I think there's going to be a lot of shifts in uh, the environment. I think we're going to start having, we're going to start taking better care of our environment. I hope so. Um, yeah, I hope so. Something I was talking to my friend about is how, you know, they're like pushing the gas prices way, way high. And then now they're advertising electric cars, right? So, you know, it's so funny to me, like, once you see what they're up to, it's like, you're just like watching to see like what they're really up to, you know, and I'm like, (laughs) so then she showed me a picture of what it takes to create one of those batteries. And I was just devastated at how they have to drill down deep down into the earth to make a battery. I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, all of this stuff isn't the greatest for us, you know, fossil fuels and and all that, but they're making it seem like this is going to be greener and it, it just doesn't seem that way. So I'm like, we've got to take care of our earth. Well, we have to. We have to. I I think we're going to. You know, Pluto and Capricorn, one of the things that is about transformation and rebirth. And um, it's also, I I didn't talk enough about control. It's about control. People are wanting to take control of their lives. And I think that's a lot of what the vaccine and the mask were like. People wanted to take control and then, you know, not have anybody not having the government telling them what to do, but then people who are wanting to take the vaccine and the mask wanted to have control over their own bodies and take control of their own health. So I think I think on on both sides of practically every issue is today it's about control. Yeah. And um I mean you could you could think about you know the guns or abortion or I mean politics you could think of all of that. It's it's all about People want control of their own lives. Yeah. You know, where I see that going too is like a lot of people moving, going into land, starting to become more sustainable or wanting to or jumping on the bandwagon with other people. So like you said, infrastructure, control, mm-hmm. land. I don't know, to me, all of those keywords, it's like, and control, being able to control their own sustainability, mm-hmm. to control their food coming in and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And on the other end, with government wanting to step in and control the other end. Like, <laughs> we'll just give you your food for free. You know, we'll just give you all this stuff, but you, you know, you have to be this good citizen and blah, 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 blah. At least that's my perspective on that. So control both sides, right? Some people are like, no, you're not going to control me. Right. And then some people are like, please control me. So I don't have to worry. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> you get to choose. You get to choose, right? Yeah. And, you know, I should also be talking about money because um, money 
and control, they go together. And Pluto has a correspondence with money. And there are huge shifts going on right now in terms of money and how we spend our money. You know, there's Bitcoins and all these cryptocurrencies, but there's also, um, right now, I live in Topeka, Kansas, and we are tearing down a whole mall that I remember it was new not very long ago, and a rather newer mall has all these big empty stores. Nobody's going shopping anymore. They're spending their money online. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, and people are fighting about that too. <laughs> right? Everybody's everybody's like up in an uproar. So um, I had I messaged myself something because I was talk, I, I was thinking about um, money. I'm always texting myself. Um. I feel like compensation is going to be different is what I wrote to myself. The necessity to share it comes first and then compensation will fade away. Almost like not that we're all going to become online coaches, but I mean, you and I are right. But I feel like a lot more people are going to be giving their craft out of, out of a necessity, maybe helping some people helping you learn how to grow food because you never did it before. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then at first you're compensating them, but eventually I just, I don't know. I feel like some of that's going to go away. Well, you know what, I, um, Capricorn has a lot to do with career, especially in somebody's individual birth chart. But if you notice, careers are drastically changing, drastically mm-hmm. changing. People are doing more of what they want to do. And during the pandemic, um, it, people called it the great resignation because so many resigned, so many people resigned from their jobs. I mean, I, uh, huge numbers of people left their work. And if you go to any restaurant or any store, you see these help wanted signs. I was like, where in the heck did everybody go? Yeah. Um, but more and more people are, de- are demanding control of their lives through their career and are doing what they want to do. And I'm happy about that because you and I are doing exactly what we want to do. And we are so delighted with it. And I would love it if if other people could do that too. Yes. Yes, when I left corporate America and I knew I was never going back, I was like, everybody needs to do this, <laughs> you know, but I mean, and so when I'm the one, like, you know, everybody's got to share. I'm like, why are you working? It's sucking the life out of you. You know what I mean? But everybody has to have their choice, you know, but right. yeah, I love that. And I think like our generation too, like, at least for my experience, I was breaking the rules by not having that career or that job or you know what I mean so it was like an emotional struggle but like now I'm like I am helping pave the way like if I if we could do it then they could do it right well you know I live in Topeka Kansas and I consider a pretty conservative place and I'm working as an astrologer and what's interesting though is I have never had anybody say anything negative about it I tell people I'm an astrologer and they say great or wow and I say yes but I think a lot of it has to be and the reason I'm telling you this is I know a lot of people that are listening are wanting to do what their heart is telling them to do and I really feel if they are doing what they're supposed to be doing the universe runs to them and greets them and accepts them and you know it's a really grand thing it really, truly, truly is. And, you know, since you brought that up, 
And right before we started recording, I was telling you, I, I was taking an astrology class and how like boggled my mind went. I'm like, it's like algebra because it's so, it's so, I don't even know the word for it. Deep, like there's so many moving components, right? Um, And you were saying, yeah, how long did you say you have been studying it? You're still studying oh, it. I have been a professional since 1973. Oh, I was one. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the question I guess I have or, or something I want kind of want to share is once I started um, learning a little bit more, right, about my little chart and about the little houses and stuff, it seems to me that everything that's on my chart is something that I've desired that I want. So the chart is like reflecting how I kind of already feel, but because I didn't have the guidance, like we kind of get stuck. Like, am I allowed to have this desire to travel and talk and be, and be a spiritual coach? And then the chart is like, well, yes, you are. (laughs) Yeah. I see the, I see the individual birth chart is guideposts to, to lead the way. Tell us what we're supposed to be doing and what we're supposed to be watching out for. Yeah. I, I think astrology is, is certainly been the best tool for me. And I, there are a lot of other tools on, on the earth, but I'm telling you, for me, it has, it totally changed my life. I had my chart done um, by a professional astrologer uh, long before I started studying it. And she just blew my mind. I thought, how in the heck did she know so much about me? And back then, this was like pre-Google by a long shot. There was no <laughs> way she could have looked that much up. And I left her and I went to the public library to see how much she did that. Came out with a pile of books and devoured them. And because I just, I couldn't figure it out. But it, it's been, a, it's been really helpful in my life in terms of what I'm supposed to be doing and when I'm supposed to be doing it and where I'm supposed to go. I mean, it's just been amazing for me in terms of help. I love that. So somebody that, one of the teachers that, was teaching that class was telling me something about I'm 49 and I have some sort, I think she said Saturn return. Okay. You have a Saturn return uh, around um, the ages of 28 to 30 and around the age of 58 to 60. Oh, well then that's not me. (laughs) And for those people listening, Saturn is when it returns around to the same place as it was at the time of your birth. And it takes about 29 years that so I don't know what that person was talking about. No, I don't know. Something's Saturday returning. Something else, <laughs> something else in your chart. Oh, like, I think something returned. So I'm having the death and the rebirth sort of thing. But I think oh, a lot of people yeah. are having that. We right? have a lot of opportunities for death and rebirth. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like it going through that. Quits. It never quits. If we're here, we're supposed to still be learning. Yeah, something's dying and something's being born at all times, right? Well, it feels like it. Yeah, it feels like it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's something I do like about the astrology is you can go, oh, okay, this is why. Or, oh, I just, I need to be more patient in these areas of this, of my life, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it also is helpful to know that we're all supposed to go through cycles, Um People usually have major shifts at about 28 to 30 and 58 to 60. They're supposed to. They're, it's, it's a time of, of growth and transformation. And it's nice to know ahead of time that those are coming so that you can prepare. 
Yeah, big changes. Wow. Very cool. Um, you said there was two big things happening. Did you talk about both things? Well, that I, I wanted to talk about the fact that we're in this 250-year cycle of, of Pluto and Capricorn. And then the second thing I really wanted to talk about is the fact that the United States of America is having its Pluto return. And um, But the United States has such an impact on the rest of the world that I think it's going to have changes. Um, I think the rest of the world is going to be having lots of changes. Uh, the United States is going to be having huge up, social unrest and upheavals and changes and people wanting more control of their lives. And it's not going to get, I don't think that part of our Pluto return is going to get any better until 2004. And then I think it's- 2024? Oh, 24. Yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think it's going to get better. And, but but that doesn't mean it's going to be bad every time. And what it, what it is for me is it's a wonderful opportunity for me to still love people, even though they violently disagree with me. And I am so fortunate, I really am fortunate that I have a lot of family members who violently disagree with me, but they still love me. Because I, in a lot of families, that just doesn't happen. And I'm so glad that we are able to continue to talk about stuff kind of a little bit. <laughs> yes. And still let each other know we love each other. We don't have to agree. That's true. I think that's a huge lesson for everybody right now. Right? I mean... <laughs> Lots of opportunities for that. Lots of opportunities. I love the keyword there. Opportunities. So wild. So changes in technology, changes in money, changes in government, changes in control. Right. All of the social social upheaval. Yeah. There's yeah, and and I think a lot of it is also changes in consciousness. People are becoming more and more aware there is a lot more to reality than we are talking about. You know, there, all the stuff we were hidden, on, you know, when I was talking about the volcano, all the stuff that was hidden underground that we're not, we weren't looking at, we weren't supposed to look at. People are talking about, they're realizing that the universe is quite different than, than we thought we were told. or what we were told. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because everybody who nerd out about that, it's, it's, it's so true. Like spirit was talking to me. And they're talking about simulation, right? They're talking about this is like a a simulation. Oh, yes. Yeah. When you go really deep into the the science of, you know, quantum physics, the science of spirituality, and you go deeper and deeper, (laughs) you just, (laughs) I don't know, then you feel like you're a crazy lady, but (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) They're talking to me about simulation, simulation, and I think maybe to put some people that are listening at ease because all of this unrest and like, we're literally saying, yes, we're in unrest. We're in a revolution. So some people might be having a lot of fear bubble up. Right. But you know, one of the things I really want to get people across is, is they don't need to be afraid. You know, uh, our whole lives, we have changes, you know, it was scary when we went off to kindergarten. It was scary when we went off to junior high. It was, I mean, it's always there, it's always scary. There's always these changes and that's just part of life. And we don't have to be afraid. Right. And I think like what spirit saying with the simulation is if you can realize 
that this is just something that you're aware of right now. This is an experience that you're having and you're conscious about it. But if you can see that it, it's this is just this moment, it's not your existence, it's not your beingness, right? You're part of all this consciousness. And if you can wrap your head around that, then you know, okay, like if something scary happens, I'm still, I'm still a soul. I'm still going to be all right. I'm still going to come back around. I'm still living other lifetimes right now, maybe perhaps. Right. So not to have so much fear in this moment, because that's what we don't, we don't want that. We don't want fear. I agree with that. I think, I think this country, um, the, the better we'll get through its Pluto return is the more we live up to the ideals and the beliefs that our country was founded on. Um, and, you know, back then, the world was really an imperfect place. I mean, you know, we had slaves, women couldn't vote, women didn't have any legal rights. And, um, and it is, and it, it has evolved, it has gotten better, and it's continued to get better. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it's getting better. But um, we are constantly evolving as a species and as individuals yes we are and if we could just be there and be present for that when stuff that pops up that knocks you off your unicorn is like i like to say (laughs) then uh just come back to this right just come back to this so wow and so uh you love helping read people's um birth charts and stuff is that what you're offering still Oh, of course, of course. I don't think I will ever quit. I, you know, I would really encourage people to go to my website, um, which is www.dianeblossom.com. And Diane is D-I-A-N-N-E-L-A-W-S-O-N. I have all these thoughts and I, my thoughts are going faster than my mouth can keep up. Um and the reason why is because they can see what I offer. They can also see my book, Extraordinary Relationships Through Astrology. But I think more people would probably be interested when they could sign up for my email list and get information from me via email, free astrology information. And you're on my email list, so you know what kinds of stuff I send out. Yes. So How when you- I got your last email, I was like, hey. We got to put this on the podcast because, woo, yeah, that was a good yeah. subject, right? Talking about a revolution. I was like, I'm sure every person on your email list was like, open. They did. <laughs> we are in the middle of a revolution. We are in the middle of momentous times right now. And I think people feel that. Oh, they do. Yeah. And it's scary. It's kind of like we're going off to college for the first time. <laughs> Yeah, I like how you put that. It's true. Your first job interview or, you know, any, any, any first in your life, mm-hmm. you know, it's scary crap living in this human experience, you know, there's something around every corner and it, yeah. Anyway, it's <laughs> so, exciting. It's sometimes terrifying and sometimes painful, but it's, it's exciting. It's also exciting. Yes. There's so much to look forward to and for people to, to realize that, Like you said, I think that we need to live and act like we want our future to be like, or, or like still hold those values that our country was founded on. And if we could just do that, even though you might see all this other chaos going on, I, I know we evolve as a species as we, you know, focus our energy in one area. And I feel like that's important. 
to focus and on. If we keep true to our own values, what's important to us. Yeah, I think I think it'll, it'll help us get through. Yes, for sure. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast. Well, I can't thank you enough for inviting me. It's always a delight to see you. Yes, it is. So thanks so much. Okay, well, thank you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know someone else who is spiritually awakened or igniting a world-changing brand, please send them my way. It will benefit the world if you help me get this pod and message to as many listeners as I can. Again, if you liked what you heard, it would mean a lot to me if you took 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I will be forever grateful. Until the next episode, stay present, stay grounded, and shine your light.